Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. It is Fightfuls. What do you guys want to talk about podcasts? This is what happens when, when Jimmy isn't here. I do Super Chat and Humper Chat driven shows. For those of you who don't know, uh, Super Chats are here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. I know you might not be watching on YouTube. We, we go live on Twitter, on Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming, on Facebook. We're a little bit everywhere, but you can donate Super Chats at YouTube.com slash Fightful. Please remember to subscribe. Uh, YouTube has been messing with our algorithm and all that stuff. It's been a pain. Uh, they actually acknowledged it uh, on on YouTube. Our friend Destiny FOMO is saying, did you just wake, wake up? No, I, I've been up and at it for a couple hours, Destiny. I'm, I'm not like you. I'm, I'm living that life. I'm about to head back to my hometown. I'll give you guys a little time to send in some chats. You can also send in Humper Chats at HumperChats.com. And some of you may go, what chats? Humper Chats, you know, like humping like camels humperchats.com that allows you to leave questions or statements before we go in the air we got a lot of content coming your way a lot of changes this week as well i'm heading out friday to winston-salem north carolina to wrestlecade i cannot wait to meet you guys there we'll have a table set up there we're not charging for like uh pictures or anything like that I've got that table so I can do interviews with talent, but please come by, say hi to us. Uh, I think Jeremy's going to be there. We'll see. Share Delaware, Caden, we will uh, all be around. Even though Caden will be there, please still come by. We would greatly appreciate that. But get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats. That's how this, this show is driven. That's how we decide what to talk about. That's how we basically uh, conjure up enough time to discuss anything you know, you know that and thanks to our sponsors which you'll you'll hear from shortly but uh get in those super chats get in those humper chats some of the changes to our schedule over the next week so i did a backstage report q a podcast on fightful select uh, yesterday it was a good time it combined our backstage report and our q a show ask grapsity will be next week. They're going to do two weeks in a row, but we're still giving you content over on Fightful. I did a bonus figure haul this past weekend. Got another one coming tomorrow. We have a retro review uh, with Rob and Tom Talks Rubbish that drops tomorrow, which is Thursday, uh, WrestleMania 22. So plenty of bonus content. You're still getting your scoops. 
you're still getting all that good stuff that you come to know and love from Fightful. We're going to make sure that you get all that. Tonight, we've got John Alba on the post show with Alex Palowski. How about this? We're still getting Day After Dynamite with, with Will Washington. So if you're home and you just can't get enough of AEW Dynamite coverage, Will Washington plans on going live at midnight Eastern. Spotlight's still happening this week. Then Friday, coexisting with Rob and Maggie, is going to be on the main feed to give you guys some even some more. Uh, there's going to be some uh, predictions there for this weekend's Survivor Series War Games. And then Survivor Series War Games. Uh, by, by the way, Grapsity will still happen Saturday. But Survivor Series War Games, you get Denise and Will Washington. I'm going to try to poke in. But regardless, I'm going to be sending in some backstage notes that you guys will uh, really, really enjoy. I'm so excited for this. Uh, we're going to get a ton of content for you guys. Really pumped. And this show is brought to you by Miracle. Take it from the dirt sheet boy himself. You don't want dirty sheets on your bed. That's not what we do around here because we have Miracle. Specifically, trymiracle.com slash Fightful. Get 40% off and three free towels. You don't want to wake up sweaty and sticky. Maybe you got that heat on during the winter. Well, Miracle brand at trymiracle.com slash Fightful has self-cooling properties using silver-infused fabrics originally developed by NASA. They are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. And they prevent 99.9% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner, fresher, three times longer than other sheets. Help avoid those allergens and all those irritants that you can get when the bacteria builds up on your sheath. It's better for your skin. It's got luxurious comfort and quality. Since I started using Miracle Brand self-cooling cooling brand sheets, I stay comfortable all night long. Go to trymiracle.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful to get your three, free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Trymiracle.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Slash Fightful. Guys, I'm so excited to talk to you guys today. If you like this show, 
Well, guess what? You're in luck. FightfulSelect.com is just $5 a month in addition to uh, multiple exclusive news stories a day that you'll get there first. We have Q&As every single week there. Not just me, but every other week, Grapsity does them as well. Matt Reichel gets us started. Says, happy Thanksgiving to the whole Fightful family, or whatever it is you celebrate. Says, thoughts on the Give Me Sport article that Rock could be at Rumble, who day? Could he be at the Rumble? Yes, I hope he is. I booked my travel for it. I'll be in San Antonio. Denise and I are planning on doing a, a live post show in person there as well. So, uh, going to be doing that. Going to be doing media there. I have long said that I don't think The Rock versus Roman Reigns needs a championship. So how do you get the championship off of Roman Reigns? Well, one, I don't want him to get pinned clean. Don't want that to happen unless it is to coronate the next person. Uh, also, I would split the titles. I would I would divide them up. So, so let, me, let me retcon what I just said. If you're splitting the titles, I don't want him to get pinned clean triple threat match, something like that, where somebody else goes over. It's very easy to get that off of him. Otherwise, he doesn't need to be getting pinned. He needs to be pinned and defeated by the person that they want to coronate, push, launch into the, the stratosphere, right? That's, that's what I think. If The Rock is setting up a match with Roman Reigns, it does not need to be for a championship. It could be for head of the table, tribal chief of that family. You know, the family with the head shrinkers, with Yokozuna, with Rikishi, with the Usos, with Solo Sokoa, with Sami Zayn, the biggest family and extended family of Naomi, like the biggest family in wrestling history, the most important family uh, in in ring wrestling history, you could say. That is the prize. And that's something that you know, the rock would hold near and dear to his heart. He could say, listen, man, just because I'm not in this wrestling ring doesn't mean I'm not the head of the table. Doesn't mean I'm not the tribal chief. Look at the acting role that I got you. The promo material there could be really, really great. So ideally I would have the rock cost him one or both of those championships, because if the rock is competing for the world title, to me, it loses a lot of intrigue because I know he's not going to win. He shouldn't win anyway. This should be his last match. That should be a wrap on on him. But, I mean, I, as far as scheduling and all that, but <sighs> I could see how they could look at it and be like, oh, well, casuals tuning in to see The Rock compete for a world championship. But even then, how about this? He puts one of those titles on the line in a triple threat match or even the damn Rumble itself. And The Rock costs him that match, even though he doesn't get pinned. Like, there, there are ways. It's it's a scripted show. You can do whatever you want. Rock and Roman Reigns is... That's the jam, right? Brian Lambert says, What are SRS's favorite holiday side dishes and go-to desserts? Well, I love cheesecake. Um, I don't eat a lot of desserts. I'm, I, I just... Yeah, I, I'm not big necessarily on... I'm very particular about that type of stuff, about where I'll get my desserts. Uh, I love stuffing, man. Stuffing is the jam. Um, I always like good corn and mashed potatoes. Uh, we made a badass like pineapple ham this past weekend. That was really good. Not a side dish, but it was still really, really good. I was eating on that for like two or three days. Flame Inc. says, I have a theory. What if the reason Tony bought ROH was because he lost all control of AEW and once a TV deal is struck, he just gives the elite the show and takes his guys and does his own thing. Flame, that is just not going to happen. Um, he 
he's got control of AEW. Um, I mean, he's he's long had control of AEW. If he didn't want the elite on his show, they just wouldn't be on his show. And we see that with any number of people, you know, like Scorpio Sky hasn't been on the show lately. Well, he hasn't been booked. How about this? FightfulSelect.com will have an update on that today. Uh, but I look at that situation and it's clear Tony picked a side there. To me, even though he's not saying it out loud because he can't, they're back. Ace Steel is gone. Um, we haven't heard anything on the elite or, or CM Punk, really, outside of him doing commentary and things like that. I got a lot of feelings about that whole situation. And I, listen, guys, if you think that the elite were unprofessional in posting the, C, the fuck CM Punk chants and the Chicago, this will be fun thing. I get it. But I mean, that has long been what they have played off of. If you say they do too many super kicks, they're going to do more super kicks. You say they do too many flips. Well, they're going to do a flip, a cartwheel, a roll into a back rake. That's just, that's what they do. And ultimately, these are all entertainers. These are all performers. And for the life of me, I just, man, I just can't understand. I, I feel like there is performative outrage in a lot of this stuff, right? Like, I wasn't there. I didn't see the fight. I didn't see how it wound up. But it from CM Punk's side, he felt like people were making up stuff about him that he vehemently denies, that he really thinks or says that he did not cause uh, from a guy that he has had a contentious relationship with that used to be his best friend. He also believes that Hangman Page said those things about him and took advantage of the situation. Well, in that particular situation, I look at it and I'm like, well, Punk made a career off of doing that. Have a conversation with the guy, move on. That's how I feel about that one. About the specific fight, well, CM Punk said some saucy shit. Like, I've had some people in recent weeks that have been like, yeah, we still like Punk, but yeah, the scrum was too far. I've not run into one person that thinks that that scrum was acceptable behavior. I don't care about unprofessional. I'm unprofessional all the damn time on social media, just out and about. Like, unprofessional, who gives a shit, right? But when it undermines what you're doing, like when it, when it's when you say nobody here has been anywhere, they're morons, they're idiots, they can't run anything. Well, I mean, okay, it, it's not all right for this for anybody to respond to that. To me, my approach is you don't want somebody to talk about you, don't talk about them. I don't tweet, say, post anything that I don't expect somebody to respond to. You better believe CM Punk thought they were going to respond to all of that stuff. I, like he wasn't going to say that without expecting it. And not only that, he was ready for it. He was ready to throw down for it. So, I mean, like, when I see people that are like, eh, I can't believe they said something, they're EVPs. You know, what, what the hell are we doing here? It's pro wrestling. It's the nature of it. They're going to respond to each other. They're going to react to each other. Go along for the ride at the very least. Maybe I'm biased because, you know, we report on it. We did a lot of really good reporting on it. But I... I do, if I were Tony Khan, no, I would not have want CM Punk to say all that stuff unless there was a potential for a program. And my line of thinking is, if you're CM Punk, if you're Kenny Omega, if you're the Young Bucks, even if you're Colt Cabana, Hangman Page, any of that stuff, 
none of the problems that you have are more important than the money you could make or the art you could make out of it, right? Like we're not dealing with people that are like somebody like cheated on their their spouse or ruined their family or is a bigot or anything like that, right? Like if if somebody did that and, and said that stuff to me, if I was a pro wrestler, I'd be like, all right, let's make some money. But if they were like a bigot, a racist, all that stuff, ruined people's families, overall just a horrible horrible, deplorable people ain't doing business with them. That's not the case. This was all about presentation and how people viewed a guy. CM Punk didn't like how people viewed him. Didn't like that people thought that he was the reason that Colt Cabana wasn't brought back to AEW that was, was booted out. And, um, it's all about perception. And for when people go, why hasn't Tony talked about it? Well, this whole thing was predicated on the perception of a guy. So you think he's going to go out there on a media scrum and be like, hey, you know this guy that that felt like he was unfairly treated and talked about? I'm just going to talk about him when he could be in a potentially litigious situation. Because before that even happened, the man got hurt in one of their rings. So it's not as open and shut as just fire him. Let's write him off. Let's do this. The man got hurt inside their ring and had to have surgery, went on a press conference rant for something that he believed the Young Bucks and Hangman and Kenny Omega did. Uh, I can tell you that that's not where I heard the news. And I could do a full show on this. Like, it is it is cause and effect, and I do feel like some of that cause maybe wasn't as causacious as it as it should have been like, I can't imagine anybody in my few experiences with hangman, not being able to just go to him and talk to him and be like, let's hash this out. Maybe punk tried to do that. I don't know. But also when you get punk, I don't care what you see the first couple months he's around. You know what you're dealing with. You know, with your, you're, you're dealing with a guy who is not going to take any level of shit period. He's not. He has shown that to be the case. Part of the reason why it was such a big deal that this guy came back is because of his complete and utter lack to deal with the bullshit, right? He said, no, I'll go home. So you know you're dealing with that. So you do have to be a little bit more cautious. Um, I hope, personally, that CM Punk has like this moment of clarity and he goes, Maybe we stumbled into something special. Let's make some fucking art and let's make some money and let's make this the hottest wrestling show on the planet. Because if he comes back, if CM Punk comes back and once is willing to work with these guys, not only do you get incredible like documentaries and stuff out of it, just the Bucks, Nick, Matt, then Omega, then Hangman, hopefully one day Colt too. I would love to see them work together. They, they did some of the best content ever. Um, that, that is a year of programs, a year of hot programs. I know I went off on a tangent there, but damn, man. Damn. Joker says, why does it feel like private party has been punished ever since the first tag team title tournament when they beat the bucks? How would you fix? I wouldn't say they were punished. They were put with Matt Hardy and they had, they had some big plans for Matt Hardy. Uh, originally I believe supposed to be the exalted one. Yeah. So uh, they're back with him. And I think that's good right now until Jeff comes back. And then you can sort of splinter that off in, in that event. I mean, they, they got passed up by a few teams, but they're still developing. They're still very, very young. So I don't think that they have been punished. 
like there, there's a whole lot of people that don't make it on the TV, right? And that's unfortunate. Like I wasn't one of the people that go, oh, you know what? Uh, they're 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 being punished because they're on TV and the, the roster's too big. The roster's real big now, and they're trying to get that that um, ROH show set. See a lot of you asking about scripts. Donate a super chat. Donate a humper chat on humperchats.com. This is the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast. Greatly appreciate it. If you guys would share the link on social media. I haven't asked you guys to do that in a while, but this new live videos tab and the algorithm that YouTube have put forth is really screwed with us. Like, it's really just, it's humped us and not in a good way. We did not consent to this. So if you guys could help us out, we would greatly appreciate it. Redmond says, any chance Bow Wow leads to Sasha debuting in AEW? I don't think that will be the catalyst towards her debuting in AEW. They would just get Snoop Dogg. Any news on if Yuya is signed to New Japan or Impact? He's not signed to Impact. Um, but um, I, I don't know. I'm honestly, I haven't been on that beat of late. But him doing Impact is great. Like, Impact keeps pulling it off, right? They keep pulling it off. I love it. Bridget with a generous super chat. Thank you so much. Uh, she says, what's going to happen to Blackpool Combat Club? So, I mean, that's the big question, right? That's the big question that emerges from AEW Full Gear is what the hell happens to Blackpool Combat Club? John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Wheeler Yuta, Claudio. So Claudio has been doing the ROH thing. Wheeler Yuta has been doing the ROH thing. Brian Danielson has been more involved in that. And John Moxley in the world title program. Now, when this group started, it was largely to help the next generation. And we've only seen Wheeler Yuta in that. And it's been sort of inconsistent about the help that they have, have put forth there. Now, William Regal helped establish this and he has moved on to MJF. Well, I think that's fascinating storytelling and uh, I'm excited for that. But the first question I have is, is John Moxley going to be on Dynamite tonight? If he's not on Dynamite tonight, I would imagine and could understand that he's going to take some time off. That's just me speculating because originally he was supposed to take off after All Out up until around the Cincinnati Dynamite in which he fought, faced uh, Hangman. So that's the situation that, that is first and foremost. I would love to see Brian Danielson and Claudio say, we're not letting this die. He needs his time off. William Regal did what he did, but we're not going to let this die. We do believe in the next generation. Or maybe it causes some conflict within the Blackpool Combat Club. Maybe Brian Danielson and Claudio were like, look, we cost each other this match the other day. Like Maybe, maybe we were wrong. Maybe there is no hope for the next generation. And instead, they just beat the living shit out of the next generation, right? Like, they're sick of the next generation. This is an idea I had for Shelton Benjamin and Randy Orton a couple of years ago. I thought they should be like the grumpy old men tag team that are like, man, back when we were in OVW, we didn't have this big, nice facility. We didn't have all these, these resources. And look at us. We came out better on the other end. By the way, we got a Randy Orton update coming to FightfulSelect.com this week. I think that the grumpy old men, but still in their prime, Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli could be very, very good. And Wheeler Yuta's like, bro, what? And Daniel Garcia could be sitting there like, 
Told you so. Owned, I fear. I think that could be really good. Bridget, thank you so much for the generous super chat. I really appreciate these. This has been a down super chat period because of this algorithm stuff. So thank you so much. Tom Brady says, do you think any matches will be added to Survivor Series or a small card because of the War Games matches? Well, let me see what's on there right now. Admittedly, I, I space on this a little bit, but I could see something being added Friday. Five match, I could see one getting added. But also, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it sticks at six. They have been absolutely happy to do that. See you guys sending in some questions. Get, a, get them in via Super Chat and Humper Chat, guys. Joker2258 says, well, House of Black factor into the best of seven. I'm surprised they didn't factor into the, the first match, right? Uh, they were there in Newark for full gear. And that makes me so happy to see, you know, regardless of, you know, the, the bullshit people will cook up saying, uh, talking about the sheets and, and Malachi Black, man, I think he's one of the best performers on the planet, the planet. There was at one point where I thought that he should have, uh, I thought he should have won like the, the WWE Cruiserweight Championship and then went for the World Championship because he was a guy that I bought as winning that title and then going like face to face with Brock Lesnar, and you'd be like, "Oh wait, uh, guess guess where he's trained?" You know, the same place that that develops kickboxers that have uh, put Brock Lesnar down. There were stories to be told there. I think that he was he was really really, I think he was that good. I mean, they accidentally gave him a one year undefeated streak and then just forgot about it and beat him arbitrarily. But. Uh, KE775 says, could you see Seth losing the title this weekend without getting pinned to set up for something bigger in Rumble Mania season? Well, if he loses the title, I hope that's how it happens. Um, I think that, I don't think Austin Theory can lose right now. Man, Austin Theory, what he has done, he has emerged from those flames so well, and I don't want to see him lose. Uh, Bobby Lashley's really good too, but I think he can most afford the loss right now. He has more years behind him than ahead of him. So I think Austin Theory should win this, and I do think that Seth should be setting up for something. I wouldn't mind seeing Seth and Roman at the Rumble again. Van Twinblade says, just under 13 hours till I turn 33. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. We hope that you have a great one, and uh, we thank you for, for being here all the time. Ryan says, if you watch the Teddy Hart documentary, I haven't. Um, I'm gonna. Pardon me. So interesting story about Teddy Hart. Like the whole Hart family is like pretty, pretty cool to me. Natalia has always been wonderful to me. Um, you know, Davy Boy Smith Jr., Harry Smith has always been cool. We have uh, some mutual people that we have trained with and trained under and stuff like that. And he's always been like really, really just straight up with me in the, the limited interactions I have with him. Had a fun interview with him. Uh, that he gave me some good quotes on. Uh, also, Bret Hart was just wonderful to me. When I interviewed Bret Hart, which is my probably my favorite interview ever, uh, it was for a thing like called Corner Gas, and we were only supposed to talk, talk about the cartoon, and we only had like 10 minutes. And he was like, I'll give you like 30. Ask me about anything you want, and I'll never forget that. Teddy, on the other hand, is a fucking nut. A fucking nut. So when I worked at Wrestling Inc., Raj was uh, like, hey, do you want to interview Teddy Hart with me? And um, I was more in tune with the indie scene then because that was my job. I covered New Japan and Ring of Honor and, and TNA and the indies. 
because the, the main guy there that did news did most of the WWE stuff. So I was on that beat pretty heavily. So I was pretty familiar with what he was doing and, and how he was handling things. And even then I was like, a little nutty, but sure, I'll do it. And then as soon as the interview ended, Raj was like, well, we're going to have to edit the hell out of that. <laughs> and we did. Like, he was bringing up stuff about lawsuits and, and like, potential legal litigation between some people in WWE that uh, isn't controversial or anything. I don't want to make it seem like we're covering that up. But it was something that very clearly that person didn't want out there because they were trying to earn a settlement off of it. And he's just a nut. And then maybe you guys have seen, like, I'm friendly with Lady Frost and Victor Benjamin, uh, two great independent standouts. And I got word that Teddy Hart was, like, backstage at a bunch of these, I think it was Mania Weekend shows, and he wasn't supposed to be. Nobody wanted to deal with him at that point. Even MLW, who are, like, the wrestler whisperers, are like, man, get, get him the hell out of here. But he, like, cornered them and was... Like, hey, I got this this financial thing, and all you got to do is give me your social security number. And they're like, what the fuck? And lucky he didn't push it any further because Victor Benjamin would have just mopped the floor with him. But I'll watch it, but damn. Corey says, it looks like Mercedes Martinez is back. Anyone who could dethrone her for the ROH Women's Championship, Willow or Athena could be good options. I like both of those options. I like Willow if you're going for the feel good. I like Athena if you're going for the top dominant heel type of thing. I think Mercedes Martinez, because she, like, even though she's only been in the national scene a few years, like, a lot of people who watch that show are, are very aware, based on the stories that have been told, about her history as, as someone who helped pave the way for a lot of these women. So I think it's got to be a heel. Unless you're able to turn it and like her to do like a short term type of heel run, I think that she carries that respect. But if she did something like to hurt Willow and it led to a match, and then Willow earned her respect and her title, I think that could play off. And then Willow could, or or Mercedes could like you know hug her, shake her hand afterwards, and go back face. Nicholas says, "Do you know if AEW or WWE are interested in bringing in Darius Lockhart? Man, what a freaking talent Darius Lockhart is! What a talent! But he hasn't wrestled, I don't think, since WrestleMania weekend, and hadn't wrestled much around then. But he had got some spots on AEW. They were taking looks at him. NWA liked him an awful lot. Uh, NWA should have just asked him to hang around and pushed him to the moon." I would have had him talking. I would have had do, him doing anything he could. Don't know what's up with him as of right now, but he is such a mega talent. KE775 says, what do you think is next for SmackDown's women division? Seems like it's stuck in the mud a bit. I think that Becky will start a, I think we're heading towards Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania. And I think it's going to be the man versus Ronda. So heel Ronda, Babyface Becky is what I think that we're heading towards. Uh, Liv's getting a little bit of that push too, right? I, I like that they're do, they're doing the secondary story with her and and sort of her personality changing. That's what you want. You want to have these secondary stories that aren't involved in the title. That way, whenever it's time for them to challenge for a title, whether they win it or not, they bring some sort of interest with them, and people go, "Okay, here we go. Let's do this." DNC Digital brings up the meeting regarding WWE and Cameo. And it says about WWE talent being able to do third-party income like Cameo. Is there a reason people haven't gone back to Cameo? Are they using other avenues? 
Well, WWE has a deal with Cameo, but there there are a lot on Cameo. Like, uh, I'll pull it up right now. Grayson Waller, Nathan Frazier, Thea Hale, Shayna Baszler, Ivy Nile, Liv Morgan, Carmelo Hayes, Shotzi. Uh, even referees are on there. Uh, Ciampa, Corbin, Carmella. They, they've got a bunch of them are on Cameo. Uh, hey, if you want to donate to a good cause, I'm on Cameo. 20 bucks a pop. I'll do eFed new, breaking news for you. I'll uh, do what pretty much generally whatever. I can do Q&As and stuff. Just don't ask for weird feet stuff, but 100% of those proceeds go towards charitable causes. Kieran George says, thoughts on AEW finally signing to Keshta. To me, he could be the top babyface Tony can build the company around. He could be the steamboat to MJF's flair. Well, I mean, steamboat was able to cut a little bit more of a, a of an English promo, but Takeshita is going to be the guy. So I was sitting at a show WrestleMania weekend and myself and Tyler Edwards from black at label pro. were talking about it. And you know, there he's going to draw comparisons to Okada because of his size. And just because he's from Japan, like that, that's going to be the comparison. He'll say he'll have the same hurdles to overcome, right? Like the culture shock and all that. But when you look at Takeshita, you know, he's going to be the top Japanese star in America for years. You know it right now. You knew it in in the summer. You knew it in the spring. It was very clear that he is going to be the top Japanese star in America. When Okada was here, not only did you didn't know, like you had no clue, right? But you thought, how is this guy ever going to overcome? He's teaming with Kiyoshi and losing to Ink Ink on TNA Explosion. That's that's all that's going on. Like he's he's getting his ass kicked in TNA all the time with this stupid gimmick. Like he didn't think it didn't look like he'd be able to overcome that. No wonder New Japan was pissed off at him. Uh, but with Takeshita, you see he's the guy, and I heard nothing but positives about him getting signed. That makes me happy. Throwback says, with the way War Games is shaping up to be, what was the best War Games of all time? Ooh. Does this show have the potential to be the best? Um, just can't wait to see this show live. Thank you for being awesome, an awesome friend and uh, person. Best War Games of all time. Oh, um, I'll have to get my memory refreshed here. You know, just off the top of my head, uh, probably the best that I, I I remember was there was Road Warriors, Dusty, uh, Nikita against the Horsemen. That one was incredible. Fall Brawl '94, I really really liked. '91. Um, was great too. Those are the ones I would go with. Anonymous says, don't know if it was said uh, because of the new management, but uh, how is it that Departy was able to stream together? Uh, relaxed policies, thankfully. Relaxed policies and this regime understanding that that's a way to connect with the audience a little bit better than than not doing that. These are pro wrestlers, man. They they are so good at at connecting with you and me and everybody else that watches their show. Why not let them get in front of a screen and do it all the time and make a little extra money doing it? So that's mainly what it is. Hey, guys, if you don't mind, leave a thumbs up on this video. Also, after the video or right now, you can uh, you can also uh, 
leave a comment below. Sorry, I just saw this this story that, that dropped. SI.com says, um, there are things no one can talk about, so I'd encourage people to let it go. It is not uh, it is not elite against CM Punk. It says, this isn't Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks against CM Punk. It's people trying to show off their craft. You can move Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks or CM Punk, but I hope people don't forget we're humans struggling to show our art. I love that. I mean, you could you could say that is a more mature response than anybody has taken at this point. So there you go. And I, I had heard that personally Punk's issue wasn't really with Omega to begin with. Carl says, no question. Just want to thank you for all you do. Well, thank you. I just get to, I get to talk with you guys every day. It's easy. You think Rock versus Roman will happen? I do, Cameron. I think they're going to do what they can to, to make that work. Sheldon says, any plans to push Nakamura on the main roster with Triple H in charge? You're going to see more of a rotation of people that get pushed and don't get pushed and all that. Like, that's going to become something that, that we see more of, but I don't think right now that's going to happen. Best guess for location for the uh, UK show in 2023, Craven Cottage. That's where I think it'll be. They're probably going to try to do it there. They're going to make it a big show. But you know what? doesn't matter where you are. Whether you it, Man, I just messed up my ad segue. NordVPN's here. Listen, I'm in Lexington, Kentucky right now. I'm heading back to my hometown for Thanksgiving. I come back to Lexington. I drive to the airport. I go to Charlotte, then Winston-Salem. Back to Charlotte. Back to Lexington. Got a bunch of traveling next week, and no matter where I am, I'm going to be able to watch my shows. I'm going to be able to watch that Bengals game this sat- this Sunday, uh, thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Normally, I'd be out of my uh, my home area. wouldn't be able to do that. With NordVPN.com slash Fightful, I can change my virtual location with just one click. Be on top of it. Protect yourself on that unsecured Wi-Fi at the hotel, at the airport, all that. Block annoying pop-up ads and malware on all of your devices. Whether it be the, the desktop I'm using, the laptop I'm taking, the, the smart TV I'm going to be in, the router I'm going to use, the phone that's right in front of me, it works on all those devices up to six with one subscription. You can get pay-per-views at a much more affordable price. I buy those UFC pay-per-views. I think it's like $15 a pop at the service I use. You can watch AEW Plus without commercials. You can get the old WWE Network interface. I love this because truly every one of our viewers can use this. It makes my browsing experience better on a daily basis. They are our biggest sponsor by far. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Show them some love. Let me know that you're using it on, on Twitter or we're now on Hive. Check that out, guys. I'm going to try to push some more of our social media. How about this? If you like clips of our interviews, uh, we got Fightful Scraps. If you want more and more podcasts, Fightful Overbooked. Uh, we're on TikTok. We are now on Hive. We've got Instagram. We've got Facebook. We are on all of these platforms. Kyler does a great job, so uh, please help ser- uh, search it out. Tom Talks Rubbish says, uh, get NordVPN now. Now I can watch all my American shows. Thank you, Fightful. Well, we thank you, Tom. And speaking of Tom, he will be on with Rob Wilkins tomorrow reviewing WrestleMania 22. We have dozens of retro reviews on Fightful Select. Joel Wood says, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Sasha's been training, so I feel she's getting ready for something. Do you think it's more likely a Rumble return or does Sasha even return to wrestling? Oh, I think she'll wrestle again. I don't think there's any way that she doesn't wrestle again. I think that she is 
too in love with pro wrestling to never do it again. And how old is she? I think she might be 30. I'll look. I'll look. But, I mean, I think she'll probably wait for the right thing. She's about to be 31. She's got so many years ahead of her. So many years ahead of her. So I think that she will return. If they get her for the Rumble, that's a big deal. That is a huge one. Meet Norma says, no question. Just wanted to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Get fat with the family and watch football day. Buddy, I can't wait to watch some football. Throwback says, have a good Thanksgiving, bud, with NXT seemingly ramping up with all the talent coming back, like Dijak, Cruz, Bate. Is it right to take the title off of him? Is Hayes the one to do it and win? Brody says hi, bud. Well, hi, little Brody. Um, Dijak coming back is great. And an immediate top star in NXT for a couple of reasons. He carries the cachet of being a lot of places. He's been on the main roster. And to me, when somebody goes from the main roster to NXT, they have that rejuvenation of their booking, right? Like people look at them and they're like, oh, they've been to Raw and SmackDown. No matter how they've done, maybe not in the case of Reggie, which is unfortunate because he's a wonderful guy. But I think that Dijak, I think I think Apollo Crews, I think there's something untapped in Apollo Crews. I think Apollo Crews could be like this fake nice character where he's like giving you backhanded compliments, but smiling in your face and stuff. I think that could go a long way. Um, and I think that that Braun Breaker can have incredible matches with both of those guys. So I I, I think it's Dijak. I think Dijak isn't heading back to the main roster anytime soon. Braun Breaker probably is. <clears throat> Luke says, Sean, I met you at StarCast last July and you were very nice to me. I am, in fact, very nice to people that are nice to me. So I appreciate that. You'll only see me being a jerk to somebody if they deserve it. Like anybody that's like, eh, shot us, shot us, be to be on the internet. Well, you were a jerk to somebody or something. You were, you were being a dick. That was 100% the reason why. If you ever see somebody say, Sean Rossap blocked me for, well, it's always going to be followed with some horrible insult or something. And it's like, well, that's why you got blocked, dumbass. You're a bad person. Anna Rag says, with Brian's last comments, do you think he will be AEW champ ever? He's the GOAT. It'll be a missed opportunity if he doesn't get a run. I do think he will be. I absolutely think he will be, and I think he should be. Um, he's one of those guys that that they will probably, I think he'll probably win the ROH championship as well. But absolutely, I think that uh, he will be AEW world champion, especially with the money they're paying her. Joel says, how do you see the Rumble playing out? Obviously, if Rock and Roman happens... I don't see Rock winning the Rumble. Do you split the? Do you see the titles being split, or how do you see that playing out? Well, Joel, the good thing is they have options. If they wanted the Rock to come back at number thirty and win the Rumble and then take on Roman Reigns, they could absolutely do that. Um, they could have Cody come back and win it, and then challenge for one of the titles. They could have him challenge for both of them. They could have uh, Seth Rollins win the title at the Rumble, and then you go into Cody and Rollins. I think. I think it should be The Rock saying, I've got a problem with you calling yourself head of the table and the tribal chief. I think that's how it should be. That is the prize with them. That's the prize. Flame Inc. says, Asuka's fallen hard, undefeated, to can't get a W. Uh, she's not, I mean, she's had a good run, though. Like, when you look at Asuka, like, should she be featured better? Sure. Will she be? Yeah. Yeah, she's 41 and ain't stopping anytime soon, right? Like, she ain't slowing down. But she had a multi-year 
undefeated streak, won the women's championship. She is a three-time women's champion. She has held the tag titles with three different women. She's won Money in the Bank. She's won the Royal Rumble. Like, she's done a lot of stuff. Like, even they even gave her the mixed match challenge thing, right? Like, with, with Miz. Like, she's done a little bit of everything. Andrew the Giant says, what's the plans for Madcap Moss and Emma? Do you think they're going to build them up to do mixed, cro- mixed tag with Cross and Scarlet? I do. Oh, the way this angle has started is so fucking stupid. Pardon my language. Sorry, I try to not drop F-bombs on this. I try not to curse in general on these streams, but Tennille is 31. She'll be 30 or 33. She'll be 34 next year. And they are scripting her to be like, oh, oh my gosh, I got a crush. Not you. Oh, you like him, don't you? Like they're in middle school. What the hell, man? Moss is Moss. He's on that cusp. He's right where I saw Swerve like a couple years ago, where it's like, oh, he's about to find that thing. I think Emma to Neil has been on that for quite a while, right? Like she's been right on the cusp for a while. But I think that's what they're building up for. Tom Top Driver says, without the tweet to Dave Meltzer about selling ten thousand seats, would AEW exist? Man, I think it would be in the formation by now. I think that I think that it would have been in the forma- formation stages by now, but I don't think it would have come along nearly as quick. Nicholas says, what's the worst fan experience you've ever had? You don't have to answer if you don't want to. I have honestly never had a bad fan experience at all. You can't count the Billy Batty thing. He's just, a, you know bigoted piece of shit it's not a fan that's just that's just a guy that i was like you said you were gonna punch me in the back of the head what what are you doing type of thing so that wasn't a fan thing i've never had like a negative interaction like that never had anybody yell at me never had anything like that so only positive by the way guys we're heading down the home stretch get your super chats get your humper chats in this has been a great show i've really enjoyed this didn't know uh, how you guys would would respond to doing a noon show. But hey, here we are. Joel Wood says, now that we know Carl Anderson is definitely heading to New Japan. Hold on, Joel. FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business. Could have got two subscriptions for this. Could have got another one for, for your, your granny, for your cousin, for anybody. If they're dead, dig them up. Uh, you could have gotten a subscription. You would have known that Carl Anderson was heading there. Get a Fightful Select subscription right now and you'll find out even more because I broke some more news about it. Joel Wood. More like Joel wouldn't subscribe to Fightful Select. I'm just kidding. Joel is a very good subscriber. He's He's been there. He's been there uh, for a while. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate you. Just an opportunity to plug. Do you see this opening the door for future partnerships or do you think this is ending once he loses the title? I think he it loses or it ends once he loses the title. But... If it goes well, this will show Triple H, it will show Nick Khan, it will show Stephanie that, oh, okay, <laughs> we can do business with them. Now, how would Tony Khan respond to that? I mean, we saw that, I thought, objectively hilarious video that he did with the sunglasses was it last year. That was good shit. Um, that was objectively funny. But um, that's the most fascinating aspect to this is, will it work? And how will he feel about it? Bren M says, signing up for NordVPN, how do I get AEW Plus? You sign up for NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You change your virtual location, 
and then you get AEW Plus uh, by changing your virtual location to one of those places. Now, there are some places that that service will detect the VPN, but there are other places, usually like New Zealand, Australia, Indonesia, stuff like that, where it doesn't track that. What else we got as we wrap up? I think, well, no, we got a couple of Humper Chats still. Um, by the way, guys, don't forget tonight you're getting double dose, double dose, uh, day after dynamite at midnight. And then, uh, before that, I don't know why I told you guys in reverse, John Alba and Alex Palowski. I'm hoping you guys see more of John Alba here on fightful. I thought he killed it, killed it on the last AEW show with Alex. And we've made a bit of an adjustment where, where John is going to like sort of lead things. I think things are better that way. John is sort of the anchor and Alex is the color man. Really excited for that. Chris says, any news on Kenta's contract with New Japan? Just seeing he's being announced for a bunch of indies. Didn't know if there were any news. Uh, he's just, he's coming to the States. I mean, he, I think he's got a home in the States. So it's, it's him taking some dates. ABW says, ideas for MJF at Revolution, perhaps Danielson. Danielson would be the big one, right? Like Danielson is the main one, but where's Kenny Omega at that point? Where's Hangman at that point? Where's Adam Cole at that point? Like, I think there's a very big redemption arc for Hangman Page. I think Hangman, Hangman Page and Moxley is a, is a fire feud now. But that's the beauty of it. Um, yeah, Ace Shock says Kenta lives in Florida. That's why he was on Strong so much during the pandemic, right? That's what gave Strong such a such a shot in the arm. It's like they have Kenta, who you would expect to see in New Japan proper, right? But uh, you've got options with Omega, Hangman, hopefully he's back. Cole, hopefully he's back. Or Danielson, you got a bunch of them. Guys, leave us a thumbs up. We've got a couple more. KE775 says, what do you think is next for damage control after Survivor Series? Revenge feud with Becky till she wins the Rumble? You expect Tegan and Chelsea returns will be held until the Rumble. I'm going to try to pry something out of Chelsea this weekend. She ain't going to tell me. She's playing She's playing coy. Uh, <laughs> but I heard they were interested in her. But I think that they will probably start a tag title feud immediately after War Games. That's what I think that that direction is. I would love to see them free bird the belts like Becky stepping in. I think that would be cool. Then you establish that those women's titles can be free birded as well. Um, Cause I don't think that with all the stuff on the horizon for Bianca, specifically Rhea, which she's got to go through me, Chin, uh, Mia Yim as well, that you go back to the Bailey Bianca thing. Like I love Bailey. I think she's great now. I mean, I just don't want to see three or four matches out of her and Bianca as good as they are. Right. Like, I mean, they're, they're very good matches and I don't want anybody to, to misconstrue me and pretend that I'm saying anything different, but we already saw her lose the last woman standing. We saw her lose, or we saw her beat Bianca in the, the championship contenders match. We saw her lose the ladder match, right? We already saw that it, it happened. And then last year, Bianca had beat her a bunch of times. DNC Digital says, with Thanksgiving tomorrow, what's the proudest moment of your career? Um, Okay, so if we're talking about like wrestling performing, uh, I got to wrestle my uh, catch wrestling coach in front of uh, my grandmother who helped take care of me for a long time, helped support my, my little dream. Um, 
right across the river from my hometown. That was very important to me. And having Denise do my ring announcing at the clusterfuck. And then Josh Barnett, who is like a god in the catch wrestling community and some of my trainers trained with. That was very, very important to me because he asked to be, he asked us to do that spot. And that was like the most flattering thing. In this line of work, the proudest moment, there were a couple. When I got my fight, my what culture deal, which was taken away two weeks later, was a big one. Getting um, the fightful contract was important. Getting my most recent fightful contract was important. And uh, paying off my grandmother and mother's uh, cars and where they lived was very important for me too. Those are probably the, the proudest moments. If you're talking about an individual story, probably the CM Punk one. That was a big one. Um, the CM Punk one was very big and the Cody Rhodes one was very big. But to me, the process behind the CM Punk story was pretty intense and that's the one where i was like if i get this wrong that's it i'm done like nobody will ever take me seriously again so i spent over a week and a half making sure i had that right i did a full podcast on this on fightfulselect.com uh i think kate jo joined in and joel joined in it's it's fun it's such a fun podcast and that was like i think the day that it came out that vince was retiring so it got overshadowed but I, I went into detail on how that story came together because I know a lot of people were like, oh, well, they leaked it. The hell they did. I wish they did. I wish they leaked that to me. That would have been real rad instead of going through all the bullshit that I went through to find it out. But um, and honestly, anytime I'll like hitting 11,000, like hitting 10,000, 11,000 on select, those were big ones. And we're hovering right above 9,000 right now. Nobody's getting bit or Vince isn't quitting and all that stuff, but... Uh, we're sitting at 9,000 now, um, and we'll probably, you know, we'll hover around 8,000 to 9,500, I think, for a while. Um, but, like, seeing it hit 10,000, then 11,000, I never thought that would happen. Jimmy did. I didn't. But, <sighs> sorry, got a little got a little in my feels there. Tom says, thank you for always being so cool to me and our limited interactions we have. I will be on Tom's show hopefully this year. Uh, we're going to hammer out some dates. But, guys, I am headed out until Monday. I'll be back Monday, but you still got scoops over at FightfulSelect.com. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. We are also on podcast platforms everywhere. And we don't necessarily get a ton of reviews over there because we are such a heavy video platform. So if you don't mind, go to your Spotify's, your Stitcher's, your iTunes. Is that a thing? Apple? all that stuff. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, leave us nice reviews. It would mean a lot. If you want some beautiful Fightful merch, hey, I helped design this shirt. Look at that. It's wonderful. Shop.fightful.com. We are about to get rid of a lot of older designs, and we're going to bring in a bunch more. Thank you guys so much. We're out.